Good morning and happy Tuesday. It's 4.55 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, a.k.a. NYC Time. It's your host, Fire Chapel, and we're back here on Chapel's Corner. Today we're going to be discussing um, why men don't forgive cheating women. And also we'll be talking about um, sex injuries. Believe it or not, yes, y'all, sex injuries. Um, which I, I mean, I don't know that I've ever really been injured by sex. I mean, you know, you get that good pain, you know. But um, these were a little bit more extreme, so we'll be talking about that a little later on. Um, right now, though, y'all know I like doing my little intros. I want to. All right, so fall is coming, like I keep saying, because it's my favorite season. I'm also a fall baby, and. Um, I love full fashion. So I've been getting my, I guess, my closet ready, which I have, like, three in this. I don't know how many. I, have, I really do. It's bad. But, again, um, I'm a woman, and I like to shop like many women do. So, anyway, I've been trying to start to put away some of the things that, um, like, washing and put away some stuff from summer that I feel like I'm not going to wear anymore. And then the stuff that I feel like I call pre-fall transitioning into full stuff I left out. But then I also started to, um, you know, there's some jackets to drop off at the dry cleaners and, you know, things of that nature just pull out. Now, I always do this with every changing season for a lot of reasons. One, I have a lot of stuff. So if I don't usually, like, shuffle through them or take a look through things, it's kind of like I forget what I have. And then usually at the end of a lot of seasons, I'll find, like, when I'm doing what I'm doing now, because I do it at, at the end of the beginning of each season, I um are really mostly fall the warm seasons and the and the in the cold seasons. I wouldn't say like it happens all the time, but long story short, I'll find like oh man, I I, for, I completely forgot all about this item and um had I known I would have wore it, but it's now cold. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like all right, hopefully I try to remember and then, and sometimes I don't. So I was thinking the other day, right? So I'm out the other day. And I'm also, I'm like a, I'm a Converse girl. I started my Chuck's collection a while ago, but in 15 I just went all in. So um, I decided that not only were they just timeless or whatever, they seem to just go with everything, especially in the summer. I like to wear them a lot in the summer with sandals and stuff as well. But like when I wear sneakers, it's usually those. So I said, all right, I want to stop getting my little rainbow collection together. So I went in and I got the little white lows and I got the high top whites and the um, all black ones, which are my favorites. Those are like my go-to everyday, like run errand ones in the fall. It gets so bad that I have to tell myself to take them off and just put on like boots and other things, which I do, but I just love them so much and they just seem to go with everything. So I got the black ones and the lows and the highs. And so I'm thinking though, right? Cause over the past th- three years that I've owned them and I feel like I have 12 in total, 12 pairs. I'm not sure. There could be more. I was like, one is missing. And the ones that was missing was the white. I never even wore them, but I could swore that, like, I had them. Like, you ever know you bought something, but you just can't find it, but after a while you think you're bugging? And so I'm looking around, and today I was shuffling them, because I got this huge sleigh bed. It's wooden, and it's just huge. It's wonderful. I love it. And the thing is, though, like, it's such a nice wood with all these engravings and carvings and the side of the beds, because it's a sleigh, goes down really, really low. So it's not the kind of bed that I could roll underneath or kind of reach underneath. So I'll toss, like, shoe boxes and stuff underneath to save some space. But if it's time for me to, to need to get to them, I need, like, a broom or something to kind of, like, push it from one end to the other end. And then I'll, you know, hop on the other. I, like, literally have to, like, hop over, roll, 
and jump off the other side of the bed to get the um whatever item it was that I managed to fish out with the broom. <laughs> so <laughs> today I decided, right, to just clean up under there though, not necessarily looking for anything. And then like something caught my attention as I'm like leaning under and I'm looking and it's this shoe box. I know this is a Converse brand shoe box and I'm like, uh-uh, I got all my chucks, you know, like in, in this closet over here. So some of the boxes, of course, over the three years got broken and stuff. So I just like store them in other ways. And I said, well, it's probably an empty one. Let me just get it out and throw it out. So I'm, I'm like fishing it out. I mean, like, I really got that. It was really far back there. So it's no wonder why I probably missed it. I pull the thing out and it's heavy and I open it up. It's my, it's my high top white chuck. So it's like, oh, for me, it's like a brand new pair. I know it's missing, but I'm like for three years. So this is a this is a habit of mine. I just want to say, like I'm the type of person, I'll buy crap. Like today, that's another reason why I'm talking about it because I got this haul here. I'm gonna talk about my small little fashion haul that, that came in today. So like I'll buy crap and then like I won't open. There's a lot of stuff that just isn't open, like because a lot of merchandise comes like wrapped in plastic, and then um, it still has tags in it, and I I won't even try it on because like I already know it fits. <laughs> You know what I'll try on immediately? A shoe. So I got like two like really cute shoes, like two pumps, whatever. So those I'm going to try on because I like to try on my shoes because I like to pretend that I'm Cinderella and the shoes are for me, you know? And so I put them on and they all, of course, they always fit and I, you know, and then I snap out of it. I might walk around the house a little bit with it. I've literally got like pajamas on and like heels <laughs> and I walk around. <laughs> I'm not even breaking them in. You know, you walk past the mirror a few times, do a twirl, sashay, you know, act like you on the wrong way, panther, panther that over way. Anyway, this is me at home. Anyhow, and then I'll just do that. So um, I opened it up. They, I guess a little dust had gotten in the box. It wasn't too bad. I just dusted them off or whatever. But hey, now I got a brand new white pair. And so I just um, looked for the other pairs and started to dust them off or whatever because I know those seasons coming back. And then, of course, the mailman brought um, my shipment. Oh, also... Um, I went online because I was looking to see if I, I'm going to add. I don't always add because, I, like I said, I got about 12, you know, that I switch up. And not only that, like, even in the fall and all season long, I have too many other pairs of just simple between shoes, boots, and sandals. Like, it's just too much. That's why everything doesn't necessarily get worn and things get forgotten about. It's really sad. So, yeah. I went online looking to see if I saw any more colors, anything new that I would want. I didn't really see anything. But, I mean, I, I always look on and off. But I did notice that... um. An independent merchant or vendor is now making handmade crochet unisex um, converse slippers. They're so cute. They're, they're like the high top style. They're so cute. And they're custom made. Everyone is custom made. It takes like maybe, I think, a week and a half for them to get it to you because they got it handed in crochet. But they come in seven colors. If anybody's interested, you can get it on Amazon. It's gray, black, green, red, pink, purple, or yellow. I personally am interested in the gray and the red ones. I might get the black ones because I figure, like, it's a slipper, but you could wash it. But, you know, you, you know, slippers, like, they are on the floor. But I don't, I'm not crazy about the black one. So, <laughs> but you get on Amazon if anyone is interested. Because I'm also a slipper collector. Like, I have a, I wouldn't say a large collection, but I love slippers with, like, the little feathers on it. Like, the little peep toe ones with it. Maybe, like, pink or black, but they got, like, the little feathers or the little fur on it kind of thing. Or, um things that might be like fuzzy like so they're really fuzzy or they have like little pearls and i don't know I like little i don't know i just feel like i've just always been that type of person i'm sure there's some women out there that can relate so i'm just gonna add that i think that's gonna be a, that's cute this fall i'm gonna get one for now i'm like you know 
I could get both of them, but I'm like, it's not that serious. I don't think they're going anywhere. The company's been around for like three years, so <laughs> see what I, I'll start with the um the gray ones. No, I'll get the red ones. I'm lying. Anyway, yeah, so this whole cane. The two shoes I already told you about, and then there's like these, okay, so these fleece leg warmers. There's these leg, like, I love, leggings are cool, right? Of course, obviously, you got to wear them right, though, ladies. You got to wear them with some kind of oversized a tunic or a blouse or something because um, certain tights women wear are tr- end up being transparent you can see through and then so therefore like you not only you're seeing your panty line but you could like see things it's just like or the top is way too short it doesn't work like not a lot of people wear. but these leggings i um tried last well actually i bought them last spring but i wore them last fall they were like wine colored but what i why i got them is because the material they are is super stretchy it's, it's a thick material it's super warm i probably would wear these as a gift and january december ish Cause it wouldn't be that cold for me in the fall. Inside, though, long story short, is like this fur fleece lining. Oh, damn! It is like the best feeling. And so I thought they was gonna run out, but I happened to check the other day, and so I got one in every color. You, you ever got that? You ever have that? Like you like something, a shoe, a shirt, a dress, or whatever, but you like it so much, like you get it in two colors. So maybe you like the shoes, you get it in black and brown or tan, or if it comes in like pink and turquoise, you just get it. I got it in every color. And also, there's a lot of good deals going on these days because it's back to school. And I just do, like, on and off stuff. So I try to, I of course, I shop. But, like, as a woman, I like to be sensible. So as, like, you know, I got things going on. I'm a saver as well. So it's like I, I don't want to break the bank. But at the same time, I don't want to deprive myself. And I do like to treat myself. I had, I got, I had ordered all this stuff Friday, actually, when after I had um my hell of a day. And people had me just coming out of character just to feel better and it all came today so it was it was pretty fast i'm happy with it everything here though like the leggings and stuff i'm not even gonna open them i already like i said i own i own one pair of one that i already that color i i i got two more of it actually so the other colors i got one of each i already know that i just put them up so now it's like you know i have times when i get dressed don't you just love to pop tags and stuff you just put them up that's why I get things sometimes I don't know what the hell I'm going to use. And I, just, I racked up on some accessories. I found a, a, a um, shop that had a great deal on accessories. I racked up on that. And I just put them up. I got to figure out how to store that. I gotta, it's not a jewelry box, but I got to find some way to just keep them all together somewhere. And um, I do that on and on. Anyway, I just wanted to share that. That's how I treat myself sometimes. So we'll see. Fall is definitely coming. Yeah, so like I said, today we're going to be call- talking about why is it that men... Um, are less tolerant of cheating women when they do it more. You know, we already know. Or maybe they don't do it more, but the point is that they do it too. And then, of course, like I said, we're going to close out in the final and last segment talking about um, the top 10 um, most serious sex injuries or whatever, from least um, to, you know, not as bad to the most serious. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to talk about before I take a break, because I know y'all want to hear this other stuff. Y'all want to hear about me in my fashion haul. Who wants to hear about that? I don't know. <laughs> yep, I talked about everything. Okay, I'm going to take a break, and I will see you all after when I come back. Chapel's counter. <laughs> What's up, family? Welcome back to Chapel's Corner. It's your host, Fire Chapo. We are here discussing men, women, and cheating, but specifically why um, men are less tolerant of cheating or cheating women when they do it more. 
So I found this article that I thought was really interesting. I think we're going to really be visiting a lot of the, um, in the future, this segment or this section on madamnoir.com called Ask a Very Smart Brother with an A. And the question that someone asks him, you, you take a, dear Abby, you write in and you ask questions for advice. So the woman wrote in and she wanted to know why do men, um, or why is it that men cannot forgive cheating women or whatever. So I read the article and it started to get good. But one thing I wanted to say, um, I'm just going to, all right. I just want to give somebody the really, the fast answer, even though we're going to dive into it and get the man's perspective. Okay, so I'm, all I'm going to tell you is, as long as you as a woman and you have a vagina in between your legs, um, you will not be ever, 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 you will never, ever, 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 get away with cheating. You heard what I said? Never. It's not going to happen. Now, some women have, I don't want to say been blessed, but they have been with some men who, I mean, men who love, you know, just like women love the wrong people. Men at times fall in love with the wrong people as well. We're all guilty of it. So then, you know, you will have some men who, for the sake of hope, and, you know, they're hurt, though. Now, this is the thing, that they, the dynamic of the relationship will change as soon as the knowledge of your cheating has been made known. And so they're still trying to hold on to something. They don't want to let them go. They still definitely don't want them with somebody. It's the same things you go through, same things you go through, but they'll still work through it. So I don't want to say that all men, because there are some men, and, and a lot of men will call them weak, but most men, from what I know, I know even if, no matter how, if they love you, and they married you, and they had kids with you, you know, and I learned this from my, my first love, um, who this is what I would like to talk about. So I, I got my first love when I was 16 years old. I was a junior in high school, and I was about to turn 17, and we were together for seven years up until I left out of college, maybe like a year or two after college. I saw the boy every single day um, from the time we were dating on, because we were in the same time, so it wasn't too far, and also, we just had that kind of chemistry. I mean, we did, we did fall in love. I was his first love, too, and, and, I, and, and, and he was mine. So long story short, if there were days when we couldn't see each other, which really didn't happen often, something had came up or it was a family emergency or something. But um, I was at Thanksgiving, the holidays, everything. Valentine's Day was spent together. I got my first diamond ring, my first diamond necklace. Like, it was, like, probably the, I want to say probably, like, the, I haven't really been, I've been in relationships, but, like, that one's the one that really felt like a relationship. Actually, a lot of people thought it would have blossomed into more, that we would have forgotten kids and gotten married and everything, but boy, was he a cheater. <laughs> he was a good-looking guy, you know what I'm saying, and he could have got any woman that he wanted to, and um, he, he cheated. Now, it wasn't that women didn't know, but it was at that time when people or women dating or growing up like me, being 16 and coming into a real serious relationship, you started to understand that bullshit that they try to brainwash you with, like, wifey over here, and then, you know, you got your side pieces and all that thing. Because everybody knew that he was with them. No, it wasn't not. It was not not known. You know what I mean? Like, it was very well known. Everybody knew. Was it? The people used to go to restaurants, and they used to be happy to just see us, and they knew what our regular specials was, and where didn't we go to eat? It was a really fun time. But the problems, the most damning problems of the relationship, why we couldn't make it, is that there was cheating time and time and time again. I mean, it got to the point, I mean, it wasn't every day, but come on, if it was not this girl, like then a year later, be like this person was like, maybe you know what? Over the, I can't imagine what I didn't see, but you know what I did see would cause problems, and it didn't matter what I do. I could call anybody. I could, um, I, which I did because in those days, when the phone statements came from your from your cell phone, everything was very detailed, so you knew who was on the phone, 
um, you knew um, how long they were on the phone, what numbers they called, what days and what times that they called. So I was able to get access to that. And at one point, uh, he trusted me enough to give me his password code. But I guess men get sloppy because some of he didn't clear things out sometimes because I would just go in there being nosy because I already knew he was doing things before. So sometimes even though you got past it, you're still kind of like, you know, you got your one raised eyebrow. And of course, eventually I would find what I'm looking for. That was a relationship that taught me to just leave that alone, like phones and stuff. Like um, now I'm at the point where I don't want to be cheated on. Who wants to be cheated on? But at the same time, I'm like, damn, if you can't even be, if you're so mixy and sloppy that you can't even keep it away from me. I mean, like there's a time, there's a time, there's plenty of men that um, have cheated on. But some men have done it in history, especially in the past. I don't know about these days. There's men that get caught in their sloppy, but there's some men that, they can do it. You might catch on to one. They might have 15. You know what I'm saying? But that's how good they got at it. So it's because they don't want to hurt you. You know what I'm saying? They do want their wife at home. They do love their wife and their children and stuff like that. And I'm not saying that it's right. You know, and, and everybody will tell you that a lot, of ten, a lot of times women are better cheaters than men for that reason because they're not sloppy. Well, they're sloppy because they're cheating and they're mixy. But I mean, as far as like they're covering up their traces and stuff like that. But for me and my first love relationship, it just got to the point where. It was a system of, of insanity. I was becoming insane. What did, what's the definition of insanity? What Einstein said. As Einstein said, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and 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 over again, expecting a different outcome. You know, so every year I was going on this relationship, you know, things would change if it wasn't this girl or somebody. It was the same thing. It was like same script, different cast. But the only cast that would change is like maybe which hoochie mama, you know, of the, of the month was or whatever. Or the year, so um, cheating could just be bad. That's what messed it up. I, I, I honestly, to this day, if I see him on and off, which I do, but not always. Like I don't hang out with him. It's just like a casual run because he still just looks like a town too over. So some of the same stores, so it could be a suit, could be so light. Like I could just literally be like at the mall or something. But it doesn't happen often. But he'll hint at like you know that he would want another chance, or if I'm dating anybody or something like that. But I'm not interested because it does come a time where people don't hurt you so much. You know what I'm saying? That you just don't. You know they they you. It's not that you like I'm over it. You know what I mean? Like I forgive him, and I certainly didn't forget. I couldn't forget if I wanted to because I have a memory of an elephant. But there does come a time where it's just like it's just not the same, and it would never be the same. It wasn't like how it was before. You know what I'm saying? Like it just changed drastically, and also. I know you're the same type of person that you are. So you, I'm not saying that you wouldn't love me or care for me, but at the same time, you wouldn't give me that. It'd be, it, wouldn't be the, it wouldn't be the same exact shit. You know what I'm saying? Maybe now we're older, but you know, you, you, and this is the same person that was trying to justify cheating and telling me that King Solomon had many wives. Oh, nobody want to hear that shit. They always try to justify it somehow. So cheating messed up that relationship. It could have been something great, you know? But, and, and so, you know, that's what that was. Anyway, we're going to get into this article about Madame Noir, though. And then close out so we can get to the next segment talking about sex injuries which I'm sure somebody is um, interested in knowing about because that was pretty interesting too alright this article by Madame Noir let's get it alright so ask a very smart brother what a A why don't men forgive cheating women so this woman writes into a man called Damon dear Damon Dear Damon, this is more of a general question, not anything I'm asking because of personal experience, just something I've observed. While there are countless examples of women taking men back and forgiving them after they've cheated, why does it appear to be so hard for men to do the same? You may have heard the story of the 99-year-old woman 
who divorced, or the 99-year-old man, excuse me, who divorced his wife of 77 years after he found out about an affair she had 60 years ago. Or even more recently, uh, T.I. scolding his wife on Instagram for posing in a bikini or taking a picture with Floyd Mayweather when his own commitment to their relationship is questionable. I understand men and women are different creatures, but why is it so hard for men to forgive these types of offenses? Do you think they, men, do forgive more often than we know of and that they just don't talk about it like women do? Sincerely, just wondering. So Damon answers her back and says, Dear, just wondering. I have three somewhat connected but completely separate answers to this question. For clarity's sake, I'm going to list them numerically. One, I can't speak for all men, but I can say with confidence that if you were to poll the men of America, asking them to name the number one relationship deal breaker, physical infidelity would be at the top of the list. I realize most women don't exactly love it when men cheat as well, but men generally are much more non-negotiable when it comes to that, as I mentioned earlier. Why is this true? Hmm, that's what everybody's wondering. Um, well, some people will argue biology, that it's an inherent quality we men possess. Some argue that it's been socialized um, for us not to forgive women. Um, but regardless of the base reasons, the emotional reaction is what matters. And when a woman cheats on a man, it makes him feel like his manhood has been taken from him. Basically, she cheated on him because the other guy was able to provide something physically that he wasn't. Obviously, there are dozens of reasons, some that have nothing to do with bedroom prowess, but um, for the most part, most men feel that they have a loss of manhood. It is the immediate thought that comes to mind, and for many men, there is no getting over that. Two, with that being said... There are many men who welcome back cheating mates, as I mentioned before, okay? Because um, they are like women, too, who have emotions, and they fight them. They're hurt, and, and the relationship uh, dynamics have changed drastically. Trust has been broken, but there's still some part of them that wants to try. This is when they try to, you know, do the patience thing. He says they definitely exist. We just don't hear about them uh, much because, well, let me put it this way. Generally speaking, men tend to be less vocal about cheating mates than women are. Again, I'm speaking in general terms, but when a man cheats on a woman and she finds out about it, she's going to tell everyone from her aunt to her hairdresser. If a woman cheats on a man, he is going to tell nobody. Because right or wrong, he knows it will reflect badly on him. But yeah, there are a lot of men who know about their women's cheating, but take them back and keep things discreet. Three, and lastly, this subject is often brought up from why can't men be more forgiving angle, which is the wrong way to look at things. It's not that men should be as forgiving with cheating as some women are. No, exactly. Now, his next sentence is exactly my point. It's not, he says, it's not that men should be as forgiving with cheating as some women are. No, women should actually be less forgiving. That's what I was going to say. My conclusion thoughts was going to be, I don't know that why we're focusing so much on why they're not forgiving so much as we're not focusing on women, on saying to women, why are you forgiving so much? 
You know, why are you putting up with it? Why do we put up with it? You know, why are we trying to get them to put up with it too? Why would we want someone to put up with the same behaviors that we don't want to put up with them doing to us? Does that make any sense? Why would we want to justify um, forgiving forgiving me for because I forgave you well so what does that mean at the end of the day nobody should be cheating on one another and everybody should be in a position where they respect themselves enough to pull away and I feel like the men who are able to do that no matter how much they love a woman is that what y'all don't seem to understand is they're expressing but no matter how hard they love you and how much it hurts them the most important thing at that time is their self-respect they are not going to be paraded around the same way we parade these bums cheaters around in the me in the past you know um with somebody that everybody knows blatantly cheating it's, it's embarrassing it's not it's a bad look and nobody wants that and not, not only that most of the men that do cheat on women when they cheat the type of women they cheat with are usually cheating on somebody else so they know what that's like you know and 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 and, and, and what that setting is like and so all they do is imagine their girlfriend their wife whatever fiance but whatever and that same situation and just like you know now that guy became um they did the same thing to you know them that they did it's, it's very just it's an ego thing and so yeah i agree with him women should be less forgiven damn that anybody got time to just be done with that all day long and then when it keeps on going like with my first love like that's no there's no there's no reason for that because i was able to hold it down and do anything it was self-control you think people were coming at me i got a boyfriend i got a boyfriend singing that song all day long which is why when that song i should have cheated by uh, Keisha Cole came out, a lot of women, especially the ones like me who didn't cheat, felt that to the core. I should have cheated, sitting there waiting for what? It didn't work out anyway. Anyway, he said this idea of cheating um, or the zero tolerance thing is one of the few instances where I think it would help women to be more like men. Basically, in, instead of expecting T.I. to be more forgiving of Tiny, we need to ask Tiny why she's so forgiving of T.I. Exactly. And this is how he ends it. You know, and this is just the facts at the end of the day. I'm going to tell you like this. When I was working at the airport, and um, there was an older gentleman, I, I can't remember, we, we had a nickname for him, I can't remember, it was so long ago, mad about it. Anyway, he used to talk, and he used to always give me, like, advice, or, I like to listen to older people, because they have a lot to say, but he said that um, he was pimping in his old age, though, with younger girls, because he was doing the sugar daddy thing, he had it like that, and um, so... He said to me that one of the, the women that he remembers the most or the ones, like, because he was giving me a detailed on and off, he would just tell me about his love life, especially the ones that was going on recently and then the ones in the past. And he said the one women's or the ones that he never seemed to forget or they made the most impacts on him is the ones that he messed up with. They all say that. There's always, there's always a guy that runs around here talking about the one they messed up with or the one that they didn't do. You know what I'm saying? It's just they just messed up. And what happened was, how could you mess up? is that they cheated. Okay, you cheated. But you could have had the power to stay with the person that they forgave you. These women didn't take them back. And he said, I'm going to tell you one thing. He's like, when you're with a guy and they cheat on you, he's like, you got to leave. He's like, I know it's hard in these young girls. Like, as he's talking to me as an as a, as a older, wise person, talking to a young girl, watching the women making mistakes left and right today. He said, you got to leave them. You got to leave them. And also, I stressed in the cheating episode about my coworker, my former coworker, who I referred to as T. And I told everyone that on Valentine's Day, um, I was working at, we, were work, we were all working at the tax um, place, it was tax season. And I came into my department, it was mostly women. And I brought in like these chocolate, there was like a chocolate figurine bears, but they had clothes on and like was holding hearts. And then they were encased in like this glass plastic covering. And then each one had like their name on it. And it was like 14 or 12 of us, so I got it and everybody was happy. Cause I figured like women are really down on Valentine's Day, you know, like, we all decided to, to wear red and stuff. So we did, we tried to just make it fun. Somebody bought cupcakes or something. Anyway, 
T, my coworker, is like, her husband said that he was going to send something to the job, but she didn't want it and she wasn't looking forward to it and that anyway if we hear or see anything that is from him so of course everybody's like oh my god that's so sweet half of us don't even got a valentine or they're married and their husband doesn't even like really you know do too much or to celebrate valentine's any and long story short she was like no because um when they were dating when they were back in college and he moved out of his parents house and got his first place that she used to go over there and hang out with him and whatever but being that it was um, a new apartment, and she was dating him, but she figured, like, maybe just in case he brings women over, I guess still being naive, that he, it was a potential he could cheat now or have more room to cheat. She went over there on Valentine's Day. They had a date later on that evening, but, like, in between the day and the meeting, she went over there with a basket full of um, towels and soaps and things and kind of put, like, a pretty much place her mark in the apartment or in the bathroom that if another woman were to go, she'd see these hand towels and stuff and know that no man gets a basket of hand towels like you know he must have a woman around somewhere so she knocks on the door and he's acting all funny and he won't really let her in and she pushes her way in only to find out that there's another woman there and he had cheated on her so not only did he ruin valentine's day for her but she said um she from that moment on he was calling her and 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 he, he would she just wouldn't take the call she didn't even take the call to argue with him and be like no, no, because this, that, third. If anything, the last thing she said to him was, don't call me anymore, and he kept calling. And then he would go by the house, and then eventually the brothers would intercept the um, calls in the house phone, and then eventually the brothers pressed him and said, look, leave our sister alone or else. So he backed off. But it was, like, close to almost a year. He can't get in touch with her. She's not paying no attention. And he finally sees her by a stroke of luck walking down the street, and it's her. So he goes out of his way to apologize profusely and just talk about how miserable he's been ever since she was gone and all this stuff and so um it was this big ordeal and they had a big they finally had the conversation about it they didn't have the conversation they did not give him the chance to even explain the stuff she did not talk to him until that time they mended things um got back together she got pregnant they got married and they were happy. It actually, at that point, they were saving up for a house and all that. Everything was good, paying off their debt and everything. Like, it was just fine. And she's like, I know he loves me. doesn't have to get me anything, was her long story short. She's like, but ever since that time, like, even married, she just can't take Valentine's Day anymore. My point is she left, um, somehow left, leave him, her leaving made an impression on him. I guess, like, my older co-worker was trying to tell me. And then, um, and Tommy saw her, and I guess he worked his way back. But he had to work for it now, and he worked for it to the point that he eventually made her his wife. So all I'm simply saying is I think that's the way to look at it. And also, I don't advise anybody to cheat. I just don't because it's, it's just... I mean, as some people who have been cheated on, you should know how it feels. You know, this is just a really crappy feeling. If you've cheated in the past, like, I've, I've talked to guys and talked to other guys, and I wasn't in a relationship with them, but they had the nerve to make me feel like I was cheating. But I wasn't in a relationship with you, and everybody was dating other people, but they were, were just low-key catching feelings, and they didn't say anything. It made me feel bad. I mean, because, you know, I, kinda, I was manipulated to feel like a cheater. But even then, you know, you just feel like you hurt somebody because you didn't understand their feelings for you or like that, but you didn't mean to, you know, or whatever the situation is. But um, as far as being in a relationship and cheating, no, I'm usually the one that gets cheated on, but... Um, like I said, I, I can't even say that I won't get with someone that I like and will feel like they won't be cheating and they'll cheat on me. It's the kind of thing you just got to go along. And But once you see it, you know, why waste another six, seven years? Like I did. He might be my first love, but he was a cheater, crying out loud. You know what I mean? That's just what it was at the end of the day, that he cheated throughout a majority of the relationship. So, yeah, I think with that being said, that's all I want to say. And we're going to take a break. When I come back, I'm going to discuss the art other article concerning the most... Um,
the most common sexual injuries, sexual injuries. Could you imagine being uh, injured in your, you gotta be in your private parts. So you have to break Chapel's counter. Hey y'all, welcome back to Chapel's Corner. It's your host, Five Chapo. We're here with the final and last segment. And we are talking about sex injuries. I have an article here from health.com entitled The Most Common Sex Injuries and How to Treat Them. <laughs> yes, y'all, even the most playful of um, activity can have unintended uh, consequences. And so we're going to look into that. So, um, yeah, sex is supposed to be all about pleasure, not pain, you know. But um, there are injuries from getting it on, as I've learned. I, I did not have any idea of this. I never had a sexual injury, so I don't know, you know, but maybe some of y'all have. I've heard of stories of, like, people getting toys stuck inside them or people who use, like, women who use, like, certain vegetables um, and different things to masturbate with and them getting stuck in it. Yeah, like, I've heard of stuff like that. Not only do they go to the ER, some go to the gynecologist, because my gynecologist used to tell me about the weird stuff that she used to just, like, run into, but anyway, um, yeah, so, um, injuries do occur from the lightest thing from, like, next day soreness, everybody's favorite, ow, and, um, to more, um, serious issues requiring you to call 911 um, an ambulance and maybe even a trip to the ER so let's start with the first one on the list vaginal tears Ooh, child it sounds painful I didn't even know this could happen child I could only imagine first of all sometimes you get a paper cut and that t- that stings let alone like if you wet it or you're taking a simple shower and it's just soap and water let alone you know if you you know eating and some salt gets into it or something you know what I mean are you doing your hair you know how that goes whatever you don't have a band-aid or whatever but vaginal tears can be as painful as they sound tears can cause pain bleeding and even infection down the line um, they said the surface cuts in a, in the sensitive vaginal skin and usually during sexual intercourse, but only when a woman isn't lubricated enough. So yeah, that's true. There are women out there who um do not have that wet wet. You know what I'm saying? Some of us are blessed with the wet wet. And you know, it's good. You know, lubrication is good. Natural lubrication is good. But for those that don't or that suffer from that problem, that's um, sex can be painful for them, which I've heard. And also, for the guy, it's not pleasurable because it's very dry. So, the woman doesn't, you know, it's just like, it's just an awkward situation sometimes for both people. Um, and then they said when it's dry like that or the vagina gets dry like that, it's not as elastic as it should be. And it'll start to tear and get abrasions as a result. And they said as uncomfortable as they can be, vaginal tears can heal quickly, sometimes hours after sex or a day or two um, afterwards. They said, um, if the pain doesn't go away, though, or the bleeding doesn't stop, you should check your doctor immediately. Um, they said, if you don't want it to happen and you're going through this, you're going to have to make sure that you are well lubricated before hitting the sheets with your partner. And that lots of foreplay um, usually gets you going. I, or if, if you do are able to get um, wet somehow, you know, whatever it is. But if you want it to be pleasurable, which sex should be pleasurable, you know, um, 
they got, you know, like KY jellies and stuff like that that you can try. Anal tears. Now, anal tears make sense to me because it's just really tight space. I mean, for most people, it's tight. And like vaginal tears, they said anal tears happen when there's a lack of lubrication. This is during anal sex. Since the anus isn't self-lubricating, artificial lube is a must if you want to engage in anal intercourse or any kind of anal play. Some people just like it dry back there. The tears should heal within a day or two, but if you notice excessive bleeding or pain, it's wise to see a doctor. An anal tear can be riskier than a vaginal tear because the anus contains more harmful bacteria. And since the tissues in the anus are very thin, bacteria and other harmful microbes like gonorrhea, chlamydia, and HIV, for example, can more easily enter through small nicks and abrasions and get into the bloodstream. Vaginal soreness. Everybody's favorite. Let me stop. <laughs> when it comes to sex injuries, um, they said vaginal soreness is most often. I would, uh, well, yeah. Soreness will recuperate. I don't know that you want me to just give you a good to the break. Soreness will, I mean, some people get um, what they call rope burn. Janet Jackson had a whole song about it on her velvet rope uh, thing. It was called rope burn. That was when they just, you do it all the way to damn near the juices dry out. And then you be super sore. I mean like sore. Anyway, soreness will recuperate with time, she explains. But you have to stop doing whatever you're doing. <laughs> That's what I just said. Sometimes you just got to take a break. Uh, um, they said to treat a tender or achy vagina or a stinging vagina after sex. Take an over-the-counter painkiller like ibuprofen. Soaking in a lukewarm bath may help seal the soreness too. If you experience it a lot post-sex and aren't sure why, um, you know, maybe you're being too rough, they said. Well, you know, I don't know. Like I said, like I don't know that most people would have a problem with that. <laughs> so... It says maybe take the intensity down a notch. Uh, no. Okay, does your partner do a lot of rapid thrusting without enough lubrication? If neither of these are behind the tenderness, you could um, see a doctor that can help you pinpoint the cons. Okay, a lost condom. Oh, boy. I think that we've all been there. Um, I think, listen, this is, this is what I think. I think lost condoms just be happening because the cooch is tight. That's the only explanation. I mean, like, technically, it's like the cooch sucked the condom off the dick kind of you know, the penis right that's what it's like so i guess it's like a compliment that you might be just super tight down there but it happens or so the guy could just have one a thing that's just way too big but for the ones that it can fit and you know if it like i don't know i don't know either way it just happens a lost condom okay so your partner rolled on a condom before you two got into the swing of things and now you're basking in the afterglow <laughs> You realize the condom is nowhere to be seen. Don't panic. Use a finger or two or have your guys use his to try to fish it out. Can't get a hold of it? Keep calm. <laughs> I'm sorry why I'm going to do that. Keep calm. <laughs> Anxiety will... Make your vaginal muscles tighten up, potentially pushing it out of reach. You can try to just push, like, your pings, I guess, sometimes. I don't know. I'm just trying to give somebody some... <clears throat> but that sounds scary. I, I mean, I never had it not be in reach. But, I mean, I'm just, like, thinking they say if you tighten it up, it's going to keep going up there. 
I think if you kind of push out, maybe, I don't know. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Right. Anyway, if it's still MIA, <laughs> I'm like, the, take a break. If you can't remove the item right after sex, wait an hour when the vagina will contract and make it easier to locate. A lot can happen in an hour. Anyway, should a day go by and it's hopeless? Oh, my gosh. Make an appointment with your OBGYN, which is where a lot of people end up especially at mine because they have a lot of things up there. Trust us. She's done it before. See? That's what she said. See? They said, trust us. She's done it before. I know. Shoot. I'm so thankful I haven't had any of these embarrassing situations to go to her with or any other doctor, but it happens. A penile fracture. Oh, man. Sorry. RIP to the penile. You've heard rumors about this one, so here are the facts. A penis can't be fractured since it contains no bones, but the injury occurs when an erect penis is forcefully bent, which breaks the blood-filled chambers inside. Ugh. If you hear, oh, is it? If you hear a popping or a cracking noise during intercourse, oh my gosh! And all of a sudden, your partner is wailing in pain. You could have a penile fracture on your hands, or you might just have what some of these guys like to call a snap, snap, like the snapper, which means like it's so tight that like you know like they think the legs gonna snap off. Put an ice pack on it right away. <laughs> I guess somebody (laughs) put an ice pack on it right away, Dr. Boar says. Then head to the emergency room. Damn. He'll need surgery to repair the damaged tissue. Damn. Some guys have gone through this? A penile fracture is actually a rare sex injury. Well, that's what I'm saying. Despite all the urban myths and comedies poking fun at comedians, one small, one small study showed that it, it's more likely to occur in the woman on top position. So if it's happened before and you want to make sure lightning doesn't strike twice, you might want to be extra cautious when you engage in your sex style. Muscle cramps. Sex is a physical activity, so getting a Charlie horse or other muscle injury during the deed is a definite possibility. You got to stretch and do your warm-ups, guys. <laughs> I'll be just jumping in. You ain't even warm up. The thighs and calves tend to be body parts that cramp up during intercourse, but any muscle in your anatomy can cramp up and cause serious pain. I've never cramped up. Maybe I'm not doing it right. I don't know. Are you supposed to? Anyway, the best way to treat muscle aches and pains is by walking around stretching the muscle and taking an over-the-counter painkiller. Anyway, so now, or maybe you're just getting too old. Maybe this happens to older people. You take it, take it anyway from a few hours to a few days to feel better. Bent or broken fingers? Nah, y'all wallet down. Y'all wallet. Yo, if you. If you got bent or broken fingers, yo, 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 y'all, y'all hitting the button a little too hard, or y'all is just poking at places. <laughs> oh, they got a picture of somebody hand in a cast wrist thingy, and the fingers is wrapped up. That's crazy. Mm mm mm. Oh 
man, let's see what they say. When you're trying, <laughs> when you're trying out a bendy sex position and hold it for a while, smaller body extenuities like your fingers take to the <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> so I'm sorry. This is not from sticking your fingers in people's orifices. <laughs> And or rather aggressively, no. This is from if you was doing like some kind of <laughs> bendy position. I'm not gonna think like you was bent over backwards, literally doing like the bridge thing, and maybe you're like on your hands or standing on your hands or something. Okay, because I'm okay. So said so finger injuries um, tend to take the brunt of things, and they are surprisingly common because they get bent back or placed in strange positions that could be. That could result in a strain or a break. If you notice post-sex pain, bruising or swelling, put some ice on it. If the system persists past a few days or the pain is crazy bad, hit your doctor's office. Because your fingers might be sprained, strained, or fractured. Head trauma. Damn. Now, see, now that is something I am not willing to experience for nobody. Ah. Football players aren't the only ones who need to worry about head injuries. When the lights are out and action is heating up, it's not uncommon for one partner to hit his or her noggin into the headboard, causing serious pain and dizziness. The injury could just be a hard smack with no lasting damage, or it could be a concussion, which is more worrisome. A bang to the head probably means you probably have to stop the sex session and grab an ice bag, which can help swelling go down. Watch for signs of a concussion, such as headaches, nausea, and dizziness. If these occur even a day or two later, see a doctor. Rug burns. Ooh, child. Let's see, rug burns. Having sex somewhere other than the bed can be fun and spontaneous, but if you do it on the floor, oh my goodness, you might end up with rug burns. Although it's not that serious, they can sting like hell and leave your skin looking red and scratched up. Um, next time you want to get busy on the carpet, they said put down a towel or a blanket. Heart attack. Oh my, a heart attack is the last one on the list. The most serious of sex... Related injuries is a heart attack. Now, I think we've all heard of, heard of that. I think Celie's father in the color purple wasn't really her father because to find out in, her, in the end that her real father had died and her mother had remarried a man or whatever. When he got married to the younger woman, she he ended up dying and croaking. And uh, she said, well, how'd he die? And then the girl was like, on top of me. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that's kind of like traumatizing. You're having sex with somebody and then they just have a heart attack on you. Maybe these sugar babies should think about some of that, too. I don't know. The most serious of sex-related injuries is a heart attack. A penile fracture is dire, but not um, life-threatening. It takes a certain level of fitness to have sex. So people with pre-existing conditions need to be aware. If you've had a heart attack in the past or other major cardiac issues, checks with your doctor to see if you can even perform the act. Um, many heart attack victims have their first one during sex. Wow, I had no idea. <laughs> and that's especially true for men. Signs to look for include a sudden tightening of chest or pressure in the dance. The chest is so good, your heart stop. As well as nausea, dizziness, and shortness of breath, or about to try to stop. Look, I know my neighbor better get his alarm in check early in the morning. Like I was saying. But heart attacks in real life don't always resemble the dramatic clutching of the chest that happens in movies. So if your partner has any kind of chest discomfort, play it safe and postpone the action. 
um, if it persists, I'll call 911. So there you have it. Those are the most common ones. I'm sorry. That twisted other fingers and the bent fingers will have me dying. Like some of y'all, you know what I'm saying? And then the one with the um, cramps. Could you imagine? You sitting here doing pops in the bed. I don't know. I guess I'm still stuck on the on the um on the uh, sugar daddy episode but yeah so that's it you know vaginal tears i mean them it's not too bad the word the one that sounds bad to me is a penile you know what you call it but i think that's it for me for now y'all i'm gonna get up out of here um yeah doing one of these videos i, I, I meant to try on one of the shoes i meant to say that the shoes too are the same pair they just um same pair of the shoes is the same it's just two different colors ain't that something i need to stop get up out of here but I'm going to see you a little later here on Shabbos Corner. I hope you have a great Tuesday. Thank you again for listening and tuning in for another episode. The anniversary will be here shortly. I think it's like six days. And also, for a lot of people, you know, Labor Day weekend is coming up. So we're trying to get through this week so we can end the summer. <clears throat> I mean, summer is not done until the calendar. But come on, you start to see back to school commercials. These kids, is like you see the school buses coming around. You know, you know that it's, it's just not like what it used to be. It's just not. It's over. It's over. If you want to get in touch with me, it's Firechapo for President at petlover.com. You can also reach me on the gram, Firechapo. Send me a DM or send me a tweet on Twitter. Firechapo. Talk to you all soon. Oh, not soon. Later. Chapo's counter.